Okay. Yes. Keeping it 5150 episode 28. A very special episode. <laughs> the, the most special episode. Ah, <laughs> oh, this, this has been uh, the, the main segment, which obviously we'll get to. Uh, that, that's been, that, was, that was a lot of fun. A lot of, uh, lot of prep this week, thinking about how, how best to spend... <laughs> It's best to spend my time for the two-hour challenge. Yeah. Uh, but before before we even get any in, into any of that, we should talk about some of the latest metal irrelevance. Um, there was a thing. Did you see this thing, Paul? He, he asked, I did. He you, asked as if, <laughs> as if you didn't know the answer, as if you didn't send it to me. <laughs> hey, hey, I was just looking on the uh, on the internet this week, Paul, and I noticed that. Uh, <laughs> I also noticed that. AIDC. AIDC. Um, yeah, apparently, um, uh, some, let's say researchers, <laughs> let's say people out there on the, pushing back the yeah. boundaries of, uh, of academia, uh, fed a bunch of ACDC lyrics into, um, an AI engine and, uh, produced an ACDC song. Now, obviously when you, when you listen to the song, you're like, yeah, I don't think an AI engine wrote this song on its own. I think the output was... It guided them, and they were like, "We'll take that line, and we'll take that line, and we'll make this rhyme, and we'll we'll, we'll hack this thing together." I don't think it emitted. Oh yeah, this is I think this is was, what they do. Um, it came up with the lyrics, and then a dude wrote the sound alike track. I don't think it like came up with the whole thing. Oh, which, would, which is what I thought it was actually. So I, I was expecting it to be more of a psychedelic nightmare, oh, but okay. it was like because <laughs> I've listened <laughs> to some um, like was it procedural generated like music you can do that you can just feed in some stuff and it'll randomly come up with a thing like there's a couple of websites where you can just like pick genre a genre and it'll like give you album artwork and like 12 tracks of music and it'll just be like we just this is just generated like math <laughs> there that's <laughs> yeah, what you, you like, like <laughs> this you filthy pop fan <laughs> no it's all yeah the ones i went to were all like atonal jazz hold music but you know everyone was different like every time you click a thing <laughs> give you a different one so it seems like they fed in acdc lyrics and then got i mean not too different than a normal acdc song <laughs> like slightly no no it, it's the the lyrics like a whole lot of woman because i'm a ball <laughs> that's genius like that that's yeah. fantastic uh, there was a couple where i was just like yeah that's that's reasonably like an ACDC lyric. It's not. It's like yeah, the syntax isn't quite right, but the sentiment is a billion percent yeah. there. <laughs> it's weird that they it it like it, it <laughs> focused a lot on big balls, didn't it? I think it mainly pulled from that one song. Yeah, that's the inexplicable <laughs> thing. Is it was yeah, it was very ball centric, which is I didn't see coming. Like, <laughs> no, I mean it's a couple of AC ball breaker. And obviously, yeah, know, big balls, but generally not not yeah, that ball like, focused. They're like we, we fed <laughs> in ACDC lyrics, and it's like, got it. You fed in shoot the thrill um, <laughs> and like big <laughs> balls, and you're like, what do you got? And it just kind of like mashes yeah. up because <laughs> lots of lot of dogs as well. <laughs> so I guess, I guess given the dog a bone might be given like seventy percent of the, yeah. <laughs> the lyrics. Okay, so those are the three. Was given a dog a bone, shoot the thrill, and big balls. <laughs> like it's basically for those about to rock. I think the, if you, if you the chorus especially when you when you listen to it, it's like, yeah. yeah, that's fucking yeah, the, yeah. It's definitely like the 
if you went onto like a stock music website and you like typed in ACDC, that <laughs> it would be the fake ACDC <laughs> that you would hear on that, like you know, royalty-free ACDC. Yeah, exactly. Like the just general usage. <laughs> yeah. Like props to the guy who made it, though. He does a very good uh, Brian Johnson. Like he like definitely, yeah. That sounded um, great. He did a Nickelback uh, one like that too, not that the diver- like diverged too far, and that one is pretty hilarious as well because <laughs> it okay. sounds exactly like Nickelback, like no difference. Nickelback, they don't seem as good. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> pre- well, <laughs> oh, shots fired on Nickelback. What are we, the most controversial yeah. podcast in the we world? Strap in for internet haters with my. <laughs> wow, look look at that sacred cow. We just murdered it. <laughs> I can't. T- <laughs> Caution, truth bomb. Like yeah. this is true. This is the <laughs> Sorry, truth man. speaking zone right here. They're a fucking um, easy target yeah. though, aren't they? <laughs> Look, this is how you remind me to tell the truth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem as um formulaic. Like I don't I don't know enough about Nickelback to go like, oh yeah, I've heard two songs, so I've heard all the songs. But with A C D C you you kinda have. So. Yeah, no, totally. Uh Nickelback is like a bowl of unflavored oatmeal <laughs> or something. It's like so <laughs> Bland and forgettable that it's I yeah you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh yeah a, he yeah he nailed the ACDC. It's got like the it, there's a, a bunch of hilarious weird lyrics in it. I would definitely recommend anyone check uh, it out. The video is pretty good as well. It looked like the um live at Donington '91 um uh, concert film yeah, like cut up with lots of <laughs> with lots of like. <laughs> matrix-esque computer numbers forced over the top and then and then the lyrics in kind of an acdc font even though that font only has three letters in it and, and a lightning bolt yeah it should have been mostly lightning bolts for every, yeah, lightning bolt every letter <laughs> over the ac or dc so that that was a that was a tremendous, <laughs> tremendous so, so do you think do you think ai generated songs are going to take over do you think pe- people are going to like use this as a legitimate tool for rocking? Well, s- we'll we'll get to this when we go to our uh, <laughs> when we get into the the, the next part. Uh but no, I don't th- I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they're um uh, they're, they're ready to to take over the hard craft of actual songwriters like you and me and and, and Paul McCartney <laughs> yeah. and Sting. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so they all did it the same way in 2 hours. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it, because every AI thing I've seen, like, there's a lot of, like, I, I fed a bunch of episodes of the Westworld mm. into, like, a computer, and then it kicked out the script or whatever. It, it's always, like, nonsensical. Like, it it understands the concepts of the what people say or how, like, it's weird how songs work. It can often get the feel of something. Like, a randomly generated, I might be making this up, but a randomly generated Seinfeld kind of, like, has the beats. Like, at least the character talk, yeah. talks about this long, and then the next character talks about this long. But the actual, like, things that people have to say, like, it somehow can't... Gra- like, word can... Like, if you type a sentence in the word, it could be like, oh, you should probably use, like, you know, number instead of amount because it's it's more like correct yeah you know, yeah grammatically and even even the AI uh, thing can't seem to do that it's like everything is like real weird and like you know and even using gmail like not the way anyone's <laughs> using gmail or even like t9 predictive text back in the olden days um that had a level of um ability to guess the next word that was 
it's getting more and more accurate. Like now, Outlook and, and Gmail will read your email and then suggest uh, like but, button push responses, like "Yeah, that looks fine," or "No, I think we should talk about this more." Or that, that kind. Of, well, I guess for work stuff, I don't know if it, <laughs> I don't know if it works for more uh, esoteric social gatherings and things like that. But but yeah, I I think it's an interesting experiment, um, and I think the results are very funny because again, the guy did a really good job of making a fake ACDC song. Yeah. And and then the lyrics are so, like, weird and nonsensical, but, again, just close enough to ACDC. That's, it's, I, I, I laugh. Yeah, I wonder if you could just read the lyrics on there without the song and just totally in isolation and still think, yeah, this is very ACDC. <laughs> um, only in that, you know... Again, they say balls a They lot, do, so. just like ACDC <laughs> always do. <laughs> I'm a bit frazzled. My cat got outside this morning, which was very exciting for her and very terrifying for me because she's, uh, like like all cats, in, uh, uh, should be. There. She's an indoor cat. And outside, as far as I'm aware, is full of coyotes and the coronavirus. That's the only thing that's out there. <laughs> oh, did you, so you, did you get... Uh, yeah, I had to r- run back inside, back? Get, get shoes, get cat food and uh and te- try and tempt her back in by rustling this little bag of, of, of treats that she likes then grabbing her yeah. So. yeah our cat um will, will has never wanted to go outside of the the apartment yeah so like she's like so like heidi and like skittish that like if the door is left open she'll like look out <laughs> it but can't i mean if we left it open for long enough she maybe would eventually venture out, but I I don't have to worry about her just bolting out like some cat. Yeah, well, she's generally like your cat apparently. Well, no, she had no interest in it before. Like, and I go go through the front door fine, uh, but I guess the back door was left open, and I came down here for a few minutes to set up some stuff in the basement. And um, now she was just like, "Ah, what about this fucking backyard then? <laughs> like, what's what's going on out here?" It's <laughs> a dangerous game. If you have an in, like an indoor outdoor cat, that cat's gonna start bringing you like dead birds I, and shit. Yeah, so. I, I I don't want that. I'm in a cluster, no. cluster in my house. <laughs> I'm going to go store all these dead birds. <laughs> Pot up, Potterinos. It's time we laid it on the line with another ad. Now, crime is a huge problem in what we jokingly refer to as these United States politics. But there's one way to keep the next generation out of trouble, and that's to put the living fucking fear of consequences into them. You will not be familiar with this company, but you will know his voice. It's time to introduce Jeff Tate's Scared Straight. For a $600 fee, Jeff will show up at your school or community center with a DVD of the classic 1978 documentary over which he has his own improvised commentary. Don't think Jeff can improvise? Oh, then you probably reckon the lyrics to Silent Lucidity were carefully labored over and not just shat directly onto tape as soon as Jeff opened his mouth. With observations such as, look at that guy, and look at that fucking guy, Jeff Tate's fresh takes inject life into what would otherwise be a documentary that didn't have a miniature rock star talking over it. Note, Allison, by the domain name jefftatesfreshtakes.org. This isn't a roads to madness. Jeff Tate's Scared Straight is the mission you should accept. Jeff Tate's Scared Straight. It will be an Operation Colon Mindcrime to miss out. You're like incredibly terse cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have segues. We're back. Perfect. Well done. We're back right now. <laughs>
There's some peeking on that. The mic was all the way in my mouth. <laughs> it hasn't been cleaned in a while. We, we've learned nothing. <laughs> We're trying to create more disease vectors. Yeah, well, now it's just a bit. I'm just committing to the bit of bad audio production. All right, so the main segment. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a segment. Um, okay, so this is an idea that I ripped off of several YouTube videos that I saw. Um, but, you know, great artists steal, so that's what we do. I decided uh, in a search for content that we should, as we both play in bands and write songs, that we should try to challenge each other to write songs as quickly as we possibly can so we did a two-hour challenge that's where we literally started theoretically with nothing started a, a two-hour stopwatch and opened up some garage band or whatever and had to make a song whatever we had at the end of two hours is is what we had um yep that's steven <laughs> what what did you think of this um you you um suggested this a few weeks ago and then we announced yeah. we were doing it last week so all this week uh for this two hour challenge in quotes i've been trying to think of like riffs and choruses and ideas for the songs so so that doesn't count because none of it was recorded so it's very a very stressful week thinking like i've got to come up with a thing and i know two hours is not long enough for me to do this so i mean like <laughs> taking notes for uh, for <laughs> lyrics and things like that and uh like also, um, during this week, um, my, my Mac, on which I record everything, including this podcast, died. It just completely fucking, like, I guess they have sort of, they run for eight months, and then they die. I mean, they're, they're only like two and a half grand, so, you know, that's that's what you expect, <laughs> piece of fucking shit machines. Um, so that, that is not, I just want to say that's not been my experience. That was with, with my experience, and my, that out there. and my wife's experience <laughs> with a similar machine. Anyway, got it replaced, but none of, none of the garage band stuff was back, backed up, so... I was kind of completely reset. Any any old riffs, any drum patterns and stuff like that are totally gone. All my settings, all my, like, oh, this sounds good when I plug this guitar in, into this pedal, into this um, amp. All, all, the, all the parameters and config, was, that was all gone. So I was had to, this was a bit of a reset for me. So. Well, see, and I did the thing where I literally opened up a blank uh, document because yeah. I didn't want to, like, I have have lots of like templated kind of things where you know it's like oh i got the drums that i like and maybe there's some like midi already kind of set up yeah, for yeah. various drum beats and and you know amps that are tweaked to be the thing that i want it to be but uh if you open one of those up like i don't have a t clear timestamp. i want to be able to send you proof that <laughs> you know like those two so it's like a literally like this file was created at here and two hours later it was <laughs> modified or whatever so I started with a blank document with like literally nothing. Like that project had nothing in it, uh, and I had to start completely from scratch. Similarly, yes, that that's what I did. I just I just normally have some settings, uh, say somewhere in the in the GarageBand, uh, and I have uh, I have drum beats as, as MIDI files that I've that I've bought, which I just use. Um, but the the document itself was I'm I'm not gonna I didn't spend two hours like programming drums from scratch because that's i think that's too much work <laughs> i dragged in existing it, midi files so i i did not have those oh check you out so i actually i actually did um i i mean i did a lot of, i've done it a lot so i'm pretty fast on it but i actually did start like well the first thing i had to do was was uh program drums to <laughs> and like program a measure of drums and copy and paste it a bunch so the <laughs> When I was originally recording everything, 
like for a long time it was one drum beat throughout the whole thing oh, just okay. to keep time and then i would start recording guitars and then and then uh kind of went from there so was your um, was your approach to just put down like basically drums as a metronome and then record all the guitars and then go back and tweak the drums and and put fills in like if i had my drummers and more time i would get the drums 80% of the way there like for all the field changes and everything would have already had different drums so I could play to that um, because I had two hours I didn't have I had to make some sacrifices yeah <laughs> to, uh. um, there's another component of this I should say is um, you have a when you have you when you give yourself an arbitrary two-hour time limit you have to think about like how you want to approach the whole thing right backing up a little bit my original idea was I live in an apartment and it's going to be really hard to do vocals. So I, I, I should do like a dungeon synth track. So I just don't have to do vocals. That was my original yeah. idea. And nice. I was going to just like do that. And then uh, either, I can't remember if it was in the podcast or in previous uh, conversations. You were like, yeah, vocals are going to be really tough to get those lyrics in. But and I was like, well, we could do instrumentals. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Is it really like, a song if it's just an instrumental? Is it just elevator and music? Like, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I was, so I was <laughs> like, all right, what can I do? Uh, which is how I arrived at the genre of music that I, I did for this one. So um, it was purely based on the fact that I knew that I could almost whisper into the microphone um, and do scary goblin whispers, <laughs> and that it would be <laughs> that it could, I could carry it off with just raw passion, <laughs> and so <laughs> that, that was that was that really dictated the genre that I was going to work in. Um, it's really funny listening to the two songs um, back to back because I feel like you wrote a more like you wrote a song like our band would perform, like you're like a real. <laughs> pretty much that's kind of tight song that's <laughs> what i was trying to do i did less of that um i had a, a similar approach of um to what you what you suggested originally which was the yeah get get the drums basically right problem is i did that Ooh, that takes a long time because <laughs> there's, there's quite a few changes in 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 my thing i got like some super fast parts and some halftime parts and uh just picking the right drum beats was kind of challenging because you want something straight but if it's too straight it's really boring but if it's if the accents are in the wrong place it doesn't work with the riff so mm. that 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 took a while then i put a scratch guitar track down which became the guitar track <laughs> and then yeah totally. and then i, I yeah. checked my watch i was like you have half an hour to do write words and put vocals on this thing and also bass <laughs> like you want you want that too so fuck <laughs> so i burned a lot of time at the beginning um fucking around with drums <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I did, uh, I programmed up the kind of um, sort of double time kind of punk rock uh, skank beat or whatever they want to, people call it, DB, whatever they want to call it, that you hear throughout my track. Yeah. Originally, it was just that. And then I started recording guitars. And so I would, and I didn't have any, like, none of those riffs were written before they were recorded. So you're hearing a lot of, second or third take <laughs> or little bits of the first take with me punching in to like get it how nice and i would get then i would get through a part and then i would have a different amp sound and i would sort of play along i would double track it that way oh okay yeah yeah um 
and only punch in if I needed to. And for the most part, most of the song is that. So I would say laying out just metronomic drums and then recording guitars was an hour to like kind of lay out the song and there's repeating parts so i was able to just cut oh, i was, was going like, to say yeah you, you, you cut and paste when you um generally no but for like for with 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 the time against you you're like uh, you, you can record like this is the chorus and it's going to be the same next time so just those guitars yep. <laughs> cut, m- cut move <laughs> like yeah so when I had that laid out and kind of had the, th- the gist of the song, then I went back and like changed some parts to blast beats, one part to halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, looked at my and like programmed in some fills, and then I had about forty-five minutes at that point to like record harmonized leads. There's a keyboard track in a lot of parts of it because I didn't play any bass. I like right. sort of had a bassy distorted keyboard that filled out the sound. Um, and then I did one pass <laughs> of whispered vocals, like, <laughs> like literally, and then just fixed the timing on them and did not record a second pass. And uh, my my partner was not pleased because <laughs> I didn't warn her that that was going to happen. And then I was like, uh, all of a sudden she's like in another room and just hears <laughs> this like goblin. goblin whispering. <laughs> It's like not into it at all. We can talk about it when we get into the, the actual track. But, um, and then like I'd say the last twenty minutes was just like putting a little more fills or like trying to mix it. And certainly, I if I had more time, I would have done more and mixed it a little better. I think. But cool. You know, I ran out of time. Yeah, I also th- there's parts of mine where the bass just stops because I didn't have time to record a bass part for that. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, so it's it's sounded it. a little, little rough. Um, I think also I had um, I tried to make it more complicated than it, it needed to be. There was um, like a little metal breakdown, and I don't think it works. But there wasn't time to write a different one or fix it. <laughs> so, <laughs> although this morning I went back because I think I think the song has potential. I went back and started tweaking around with it more and like put. Um, like lead guitars over it, and then swapped out the metal bit for something else, and it's starting to it's starting to take shape. Like our band could do this. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, as I said, like you you opted for a like a song that's like for being written so quickly. It's like pretty tight. Like it was like a pretty tight composition, and it uh, you know, it has like catch- catchy melodies. I would say. I mean, should we just get into it? Actually, let's drop let's drop your song in, and we'll talk about it. Okay, all right, ladies and gentlemen, recorded in two hours. I want to say two hours and fifteen minutes because I, even though it's incomplete, I still had to tweak it a little bit because it was like so incomplete that there was literally like silence in the middle. It was just like, eh, I'm gonna just gonna give myself a tiny bit more time. So I'm gonna say two hours fifteen to be completely honest. Uh, this is by Stephen Devine, <laughs> Paper Cuts. <laughs>
Yeah, I was, again, um, when we get to mine, you'll see that I took a very different <laughs> approach. Um, I think uh, song's pretty rad, and it does have, like, a ton of potential. I mean, obviously, I think, you know, my main takeaway is, like, the vocals are pretty buried. Definitely, yeah. Um, I would love to have heard, because I can tell that it's, like, kind of catchy and has a has a has stuff to it also that that's one vocal take and i'm i'm never happy with how i how i sound um to the point where it's like it can be out of tune and not entirely in time and doesn't really so i think it would actually detract if, if i pumped up those vocal takes but um <laughs> you're like this is the premier part of the mix yeah <laughs> but in the past I've, Dodgy i was able to like like if you double track it it sounds a lot better and really spend yeah. time and often just have a drink relax like do do several several takes spend like an hour or so just just on vocals or maybe two hours just, just on vocals and then put harmonies and backing vocals in there and then by then it's starting to sound like oh this sounds like a song which is what oh, i was yeah. trying to build but it's like oh god damn i don't know if this two hours is gonna it's gonna fit should yeah, have known <laughs> like no you you have to have like an hour to do yeah reasonable scratch vocals with like harmonies and stuff like um which and you have you know you have to be comfortable in a space where you're comfortable enough to like sing loud and stuff, which is yeah. I was not going to be able to do. So I I applaud your uh, I applaud that you are like I'm going to try it like the ambition. Yeah, well thanks man. <laughs> it's it, I think I got I'd say I got seventy percent of the way there to to what I, what I wanted to achieve, and I think I think we can turn that into a song that as I said maybe maybe we'll do something with it, maybe not, but I think it's uh it's certainly it's it was really interesting experiments to do it in two hours as well like the real time pressure was it really made it kind of um you obviously have to work fast and you're kind of like taking your first idea and just running with it which is uh which is fun it's, it's kind of it forces you to finish something or at least to get really close to finishing something yeah and and to not overthink it yeah. you got to kind of use your instincts yeah. and like you know we've both written a bunch of songs so you can kind of get a sense of like you kind of know what works so you can like get in there and you can like immediately be like okay it should probably go yeah. to a, like a pre-chorus and just sort of jam on a thing um oh what is that because I, I can't really discern w I, what the specific lyrics are. oh i wanted to talk about that what i did was um <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, can't, I made up the made up the chorus um i can't remember exa exactly what it is now but in order to generate the verse generate uh, I got I got the lyric. You ran it through I, an AI. And yeah, I got I got the lyrics to uh to Little Rich Boy by Asia. I'm not kidding, and I put it into uh Talk to Transformer, which is an an AI. Now it didn't spit out a song, but it spat out. Uh, she goes to the guns, uh, 3:45 in the morning. There is a police car outside your home. They do not leave as you think they will. This is much better than Asia. <laughs> there is a small piece of glass between your door and the pavement. I used that. Uh, your daughter. Your daughter are walking up the stairs to the attic. It doesn't quite, uh, but it's like this is, this is really like it, it's very image imagery um, invoking. So I thought, yeah. well, I'll try and just steal the output of this and try and turn that into some some sort of lyrics or something that sort of rhymes, uh, and then and then use that to use that to to generate the the verse parts of the song and the chorus. I just the chorus I just made up in my head. <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, that's kind of similar to, I think it was, um, I mean, other people have done this, but I think, like, David Bowie famously would cut, I think, lines out of newspapers and then sort of, like, mix them all up and, like, use that kind of cut and paste thing to get ideas for lyrics. So it's kind of like that. I knew about him cutting lines, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> well played. <laughs> 
that was a well-timed joke. <laughs> Appreciate the Finn White Duke reference. Um, uh, uh, so that's really interesting. What is there a, any sort of like story to the song, or is it just like abstract imagery? It is more sort of abstract imagery. I did have this. Oh yeah, um, uh, she's handing you the crowbar and she's telling you to fight. This rich boy is about to find out what it means to die. <laughs> so. Wow. All yeah. Right. Take take that, Asia. <laughs> so. Oh, and the backing vocals are How'd You Get So Small? So it is very much inspired by Little Rich Boy. I'm really, really focused in on that one song, much like the AIDC did with uh, with Big Balls. Like, yeah. It's a companion piece, really. It couldn't exist without Asia. It's a, a, a yin and yang. <laughs> um, um, did you, so musically, um, like our genre style, um, did you choose to kind of play in the kind of pop punk indie rock style just because of like comfortability? Yeah, that's just kind of the, that, the wheelhouse. That's what we have. That's the um, that's the thing. Uh, it's what, what we generally play. It's that, that those riffs are slightly easier to come up with than than other stuff. Where it goes into the sort of black metal double time bit, um, that was just me trying to stretch myself and do something unusual. And there's a band called um, Cavell Attack that do that kind of thing really, really well. They mix sort of basically pop punk or um, punk rock kind of stuff with black metal and it, it works great i thought ah, i'll take a, sh- take a shot at that didn't, didn't entirely come off but <laughs> you know <laughs> um no i i appreciate it i think like a little more time to tighten it up this there's something there cool. that that middle part i think should be a metal thing but i don't know a different kind of metal thing <laughs> somehow yeah it, it seems like when we mix in metal it's much more of a kind of thrash influence and less of full-on black metal yeah yeah th- our normal size so- like song right we, we normally so. put like some sort of thrashy uh sort of like kill em all type riffs over pop punk uh, which is a t- tremendous fun to play yeah uh and there's a lot of like i'll just throw in like pinch harmonics and stuff oh yeah yeah i just like i just like to do it <laughs> and like and i like palm muting a lot and stuff so it's like definitely that's the thing and so you played, you played guitar kind of straight in. I'm assuming. Yeah, um, I think it sounds good. Um, oh, totally. I had a couple, a couple of different different settings for guitars, but I only ended up using one guitar. So, yeah, <laughs> full of mistakes. So this is the one guitar, some bass, and yeah, then uh, drums and vocals. Yeah, and it, the uh, bass was. Um, Bass was hard because I've not played bass for so long. I thought, oh, it would be all right. I'll just, I, I used to do this in another band. It's like, yeah, your skills go away pretty fast. It's like, holy shit, these frets are far apart, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that was good. I got, um, I, I quite like the bass sound. I got brand new strings, really bright, clicky strings, and then put a s- tiny amount of distortion on, and then uh, just ran it into one of the one of the bass um, cab settings in in, uh, in GarageBand. And did you do anything weird with the drums? Like other than using those MIDI MIDI tracks, is that stock GarageBand drums? Oh, or did you use uh, I used yeah, I used. Um, I've been on this this site called um, Ugly Tone, uh, and they sell MIDI packs and um, uh, drum sounds and a bunch of other things. So I got the, uh, something called uh, Assault Drums, and I, I put the Rust Injustice setting on. I believe this is how you pronounce <laughs> these words. And then I got a bunch of their MIDI files and uh, and, uh, and and just just use that because it's. Um, like I said, I've written my own drum parts before, and it's they're a bit stock. They don't quite have the creativity to to put fills in the right place and things like that. Um, and it's also very tedious. So I was able to just like 
drag these MIDI files in place, and they they sound good with that drum kit or that drum sound. Um, so th- the drums are also way loud in the mix. So, <laughs> so I'm sure you can all be. <laughs> they are loud. Like it, it's you know. Um, I think the things that suffer the most is the vocals, which we've kind of talked yeah. about, just because uh, it takes a long time to do vocals really well, unless you're like incredibly rad at singing. Yeah, which you know, I'm I'm certainly not. No, no, <laughs> me neither. Like neither. I got double everything up and do a bunch it, of takes. It, after after, I mean, we we both made very passable demos, but yeah, it takes it takes yeah. a long time to get. Um, I don't know. For some reason, vocals are more like embarrassing to be wrong about as well. Like no one can fucking play guitar, but everyone can kind of sing. But some people sing really fucking badly, and you don't want to be one of those guys. So yeah. Um, again, I think I I, I I'm I definitely like applaud your ambition, and think you did like a pretty fucking awesome job of like compile like crafting a song in probably pretty challenging. Yeah, you know, yeah. From a time for to make it because. That was the thing that I was certainly worried about with my song and why I went the direction that I went, which was uh, full-on black metal. Yeah, yeah. Um, is uh, knowing that I couldn't, it was going to be really hard for me to do vocals and that lyrics would be tough to do in the time and that making compelling like melodies um, that like are classical pop melodies would be yeah. really hard to do in two hours. That is I, really hard, isn't it? Like, even though I don't play a lot of black metal, when I've tried to sort of put put on the sort of re- super fast blast beat drums and play riffs, they they come reasonably easy. And then and then you can put like a minor scale solo over the top. And you're like, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of getting there. So yeah, and it it's just I knew that I could uh, I could do vocals very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't matter as much. I mean, I, this is not taking away anything from actual like black metal, and I'm sh- sure people really craft it. <laughs> no, absolutely, but, absolutely. But you you can also but, it, it's one of those ones you can if you're doing a demo, you can kind of cheat a little bit there and go like, oh well, yeah. bury bury them really low, shriek uh, or whisper shriek, I guess. <laughs> what you're trying to do? Yeah, Gob- gobble yeah. whisper and like uh, that tone and. Um, yeah, grossness could, could kind of carry it off, um, because I, I didn't want to try to make compelling hooks in yeah, <laughs> a yeah. shortish amount of time. So it's, it's, a, it's a different, uh, yeah, it's just a, a different approach. Um, so let's drop in, drop in your song right now. Um, Which I didn't. I tried to come up with a funny title. <laughs> I'll tell you what it's about. It does have lyrics, and I will tell you what it's about later. But it's right now. It's untitled. Okay. Two hour challenge. Black metal song.
thing I made <laughs> in two hours. Good job, man. It this that sounds way more professional than mine. <laughs> like, um, I think it's it's uh, yeah. It, there's definitely things that I would tweak. I think um about it, but um, so as I kind of outlined before, um, it's kind of two tracks of guitars, kind of doing rhythm stuff. The stock, that's a my Fender Strat straight into straight into straight Garage into Band. Garage Band. What what's uh, some of the wh- what settings was it? The uh, American Crunch or was it the? Because there's, there's uh, one that's ridiculous that we use for the uh, fifty one fifty um, stings <laughs> that you use. Uh, the yeah. flagellated lead or something like that, which it, when you plug in, it starts making a weird f- shaking feedback sound all oh, the time. <laughs> I think that would be time to shred. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> one of my, <laughs> one of my premier settings. Uh, it is. I think. I think it was brown tone metal and modern British crunch. Oh yeah, yeah. The they sound good together. Uh, and um, one of the, one of those, I think the brown tone metal I did nothing to, and the British crunch. I after I listened to it, I, I kind of turned the tone up so it was a little more get some of that treble hiss oh, okay. happening. You, you only um, went into the tone control, you didn't go into the full-on EQ, so it's garage band allows you to... It's for, a, for a free uh, digital audio yeah. workstation, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> like You can do all sorts of I, shit in it. I didn't have time to do anything other than turn off reverb, because <laughs> I think yeah. reverb on tremolo-picked licks... Um, mushy. It's mushy, so there's a vibe to it, but it's like there's no articulation, and that's like... Uh, billion percent articulation when you're trying to like trim low pick minor chord dyads yep. and shit <laughs> um, and so like i i turned that off and did passes the drums are i programmed um and i started with this smash setting which is kind of the drums i normally yeah use. yeah uh, again this um the, they're the nice the nice cutting punk rock um like qu- kind of trebly punchy they're not they're not like back in the mix they're very present they're good drums for this kind of thing yeah and then that wasn't quite coming through enough even dimed and so um i just cut and pasted all of the drums Mm -hmm. opened up another drum layer and used a different sound that i i can't remember which one it might have been the detroit i just picked one at random listened to it and i was like that thickens it yeah seems that seems like a thing. It actually made it way even brighter oh. and grosser sounding. And I was like, this is exactly what I need for <laughs> for this track. Um those are like stream of consciousness risks pretty much, like uh doing a lot of like normal black metal stuff. Um <laughs> How many how many parts are there? There are <laughs> So there's like kind of the blast beat section, which is like the chorus. Is that how it's and that, then does it start on the chorus? Okay. It starts on the chorus, and then there's a kind of metal riff. Yeah, like yeah. Like palm muty chuggy riff. And it, that's still and over the same blast beat uh, drums, right? Or do you, um, did you switch to the... No, it goes to, it's switch double to, time. Okay. So for, and, then, and then it goes back to the the blast beat chorus that's slightly shorter, and then, um, and then it plays kind of a variation of part of the chorus riff, um, and then it does like a, a halftime. Yeah, yeah. Of, doomy thing that i put like four harmonized leads <laughs> over like or i put a four part harmonized lead <laughs> uh, uh. And, and, and then 
the part that I didn't mix very well is then everything cuts out and it's just a harmonized lead and a clean guitar, but it's stuff doesn't fade out quite where it should and it does like and, and this, that um, still sounds quite good. It didn't sound like my yeah. mine literally has rough edges on it where things like stop and start and but that you know you were like eh. it should it should it should have yeah. faded more smoothly. I should have faded more smoothly, and then um, part of it was like then I wanted to go back into the chorus again just to to have a thing to have it end on a flat beat. Yeah, and so like I cut and paste the whole thing, but if I didn't fade stuff out, it didn't sound like it got big again. It was like because there's like so many guitars <laughs> playing playing over kind of major e like harmonized lead part, um, uh, and then we had to get into the vocals, and so. Um, this is where I, I probably lose a lot of my like true cult kind of um, <laughs> kind of uh, like cred. That that's uh, very hard to hang on to, though. To be fair, <laughs> you have to burn a lot of churches and <laughs> kill a lot of yeah, band I, members uh, to, to really. <laughs> so the the lyrics are literally pizza. I love it. Pizza, the devil's food, <laughs> and then the next part is just me outlining the ingredients of pizza, where I'm just talking about cheese, meat sauce and bread <laughs> but i'm doing them in a really creepy like whisper and then at one point i'm just like doing a whisper goblin noise into the <laughs> into the mic so uh, you could sell this song to sizzle pie i think they'd be <laughs> be very interested a lo- local local ish uh black metal themed pizza restaurant <laughs> yeah like um uh, and I had the fuzz setting on the on the vocals. Uh, on the fuzz, vocals, is that the and I turned the fuzz, fuzz vocal all yeah, the way up. Yeah. Fuzz vocals all the way up, and I was like that, and rev- reverb all the way up, and I'm like that sounds pretty good. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I need a little bit more, but I don't want to double track anything because uh, <laughs> yeah. again, uh, literally, I I. I I got asked what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what are these horrible things the, that you're making? There's a way, that, so, and sometimes you ask what you're doing in a way that means don't do that anymore. <laughs> fair, yeah. fair enough. Um, which is fair enough. Yeah. I'm sure it sounded horrifying. Me just like whispering goblin noises into a mic about meat and sauce. Are um, you on the phone? <laughs> who, are you, who are you calling? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Are you, are you um, ordering a pizza from scratch? What the hell? <laughs> And uh, so I doubled that up by just cutting and pasting and then using the uh, monster uh, vocal thing, oh, which d- is pitched down and and it's like a, it's like an experimental patch. That oh, I don't know okay. What people actually use it for, but um, well, uh, I know that it's um, real gross. I know that back in the day uh, on the on the grindcore carcass records, they used to use something that shifted the voice down either one or two octaves to make them just sound like like monsters, uh, and I presumably yeah. mix that with stuff that wasn't shifted down so low that it was below the <laughs> limits of human hearing. But <laughs> exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> like that was a hundred percent. I've, I've played um, around with that before when you, um, um, for, for me, actually for the, uh, in the, in the last, um, episode of 5150, I, I put my first ever st- sting on after the ad and it has the screaming and I, I mixed, you know, like a pure, um, scream, with a scream that was shifted down uh, two octaves, but just using a pitch shifter, I, I didn't know about. The, I didn't know there was a monster vocal available. Otherwise, you know, if if you go to the the voice section, there's an experimental section that has like helium voice, <laughs> and, and, uh, 
<laughs> and monster voice and robot. I think robot, which I may have done fake auto tune <laughs> in an in an ad read or something. Um, uh, because of the handsome Rambler podcast, kind of a nod. Oh <laughs> God, that thing, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was might have been a Madroxy hypersleep ad or something <laughs> where I like gave it some fake, <laughs> some fake auto tune type situations. Um, yeah. So that's my thing. Like, yeah, yeah mostly, again, kind of working with the limitations and, and also just trying to play something a little different. Just went, went full, full cult. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it sounded good. Uh, were you, were you happy with it? Um, yeah, I'm fairly happy with it. I mean, I think, again, uh, there's things mixing wise I would do differently. Mm-hmm. I think if I had more time, I, I might add, make it more even like symphonic with like strings and shit because <laughs> that would be pretty funny get that symphonic black metal thing happening. you know there's a, a choir setting available in the uh just again just I a basic basic garage band you plug a keyboard in or even just use the the, the uh on-screen keyboard you can get you can summon up an angelic choir <laughs> also incredible also something i should think about if if i like went back to it um uh yeah, I think for two hours, I think it ended up pretty good. And it seems weirdly true to the genre. Like, I feel like it sounds, you know. Yeah, it's not it does. super polished, but that's fine, you know, because it feels like other albums that I've listened to. Or yeah, <laughs> no, know, it, like it, it definitely does, yeah. Yeah. So, we did it. <laughs> we- we de- we technically did it. <laughs> so, final section. Um, a look at what we're going to do next week. I, I assume it's next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, our, our schedules have been more surprisingly difficult during this, this supposed lockdown period. Uh, th- this is... Um, something I, I thought about uh, a couple months ago and emailed you and said let's bring the podcast back and uh, no response because the podcast is a, a hell of a responsibility and <laughs> too much work but <laughs> yeah um eventually obviously we'd um the 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 idea was to go through metal hammers 2020 list of the top 50 metal bands of all time <laughs> are you about numbers yeah, let's this do is, it. this is what we do um there's been loads of these lists. Uh, um, let's just go through the most recent one and point out why, why Metal Hammer are wrong and where they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, nothing stops us from having opinions or arguing about arbitrary lists. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is firmly within the 5150 wheelhouse and is kind of, this is a classic 5150 bottle episode where, like, we got to go in there yeah, and spend way too much time being like, I think this one should be two points two spots lower like what about all the bands you didn't mention (laughs) that's gonna be fun i think it'll be good i need to do a little more research than i did i I know you've been yeah me too you've been scouring i I would say fully a third of the bands i'd never heard a note by so i'm like uh, i should i should uh i should click on the this is trivium page in in spotify and you know develop an opinion um so, so I've been trying to do that, and there's some that I just haven't heard for for a long time, um, and I've sort of refamiliarized myself with them. So, there's a band called Black Sabbath. I'm not sure if you're aware of them. Black Sabbath. Is it? Are you, are you pronouncing it correctly? <laughs> I might not be. 
they have a hard to read logo. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I I need to check out whatever. I don't know. Asking asking Alexandria or whatever. Yeah, there's there's a lot of the um, Pierce the Veil type metal they have (laughs) in there that I have not listened to. There's other bands like uh, I I mix up Killswitch Engage and Lamb of God, and I don't know, maybe maybe that's a completely unreasonable thing to do. Maybe maybe you're like, yeah, they're basically the same band. I have no idea. I I get them mixed up. Uh, There was a form of metal that's kind of started during a period when I wasn't really into metal anymore. <laughs> so all the, yeah. all those bands need to be um thoroughly reappraised. So that that'll be this yeah, week. Yeah, I think I think there's there's a real like the small stage of Ozfest mm. 2001 through where whenever that I just totally yeah, I totally missed because St- it was Stone like, Sour. Real Is Stone weird? Sour a thing? I don't think they're on the list. <laughs> Maybe. No. No, but you know, it's that kind of, you know, again kind of well, even uh, Slipknot. Kill Switch. I'm, I yeah. am not really familiar with Slipknot, despite my owning a fucking Jim Root Jazz Master. <laughs> but, um, You're more a fan of Jazz Masters than you are. I, I am, yeah. Yeah. No, I, that, that one I did, I I was I am aware of. But, you know. Um, and Kill Switch Engaged, I'm a little aware of. But there's a lot of, like, other bands around that time. Yeah. That I just... I think... I saw the logos. Yeah. Most of metalcore, I'm not, I'm not into, but I kind of want to reappraise because, you know, I I like me some metal and I I like a very limited amount of hardcore. So. Yeah. I, I got, I kind of got into like the more mathy end of it a little Mm. bit. Like when it was, when that was the hot shit. Yeah. You like uh, Dillinger escape plan. Sort of. Stuff like that. Yeah. Dillinger botch, the kind of stuff like, um, like Victory Record stuff kind of passed me by a little mm. bit, although some of it I've I've gone back retroactively and reappraised some of it. I just still, still not for me, but you know. Um, so we'll we'll get into all that uh, next week, and we're gonna spend the entire week yeah. rinsing Spotify, just <laughs> figuring figuring out what Nightwish is, so we can have an opinion on it. Yeah, your uh, your algorithm's gonna be all fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Get ready. To oh, it's it's already screwed up from fucking listening to Asia <laughs> for the last <laughs> podcast. Peace. <laughs>